as we say in the radio business, if you put that on the radio, people will listen to it. All right, here it comes. Anyone who isn't dead or from another plane of existence would do well to cover their ears right about now. Live on a little tiny microchip deep inside some electronics. Broadcasting to the world through the miracle of the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, this is U62, the TAR. Now your host, a man with a lifelong dream of getting paid to do this, Mark Tappas. On this week's show, we're talking Toy Story 3, the upcoming Smurfs movies, and obscure film scores. It's episode 3.35, Groovin' on a sunny afternoon. So sit back, relax, grab yourself some warm root beer and a towel that's oh so fluffy. U62 Natar, you're in for something special. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Camp is here. Welcome to this week's episode of the Targ. I got to admit, I am somewhat excited this weekend. You know, this is shaping up to be a rather lame summer for movies. There's not a lot of summer blockbusters out there that I'm really interested in seeing. About the only two were Iron Man 2, which came out about a month ago, and the other one came out this weekend, Toy Story Three. I'll admit I am a great big Pixar junkie, so I can hardly wait for it. I will admit I do have some reservations towards the thought of a Toy Story 3. I mean, really, what do we have for unanswered questions from Toy Story and Toy Story 2? What unanswered questions do we have from Toy Story, come to think of it? So there you go. We're getting another Toy Story movie, despite all logic saying we shouldn't have it, but there it is. But still, I'm going to see it because, as I said, Pixar junkie. Plus, I'm somewhat elated to be reading some of the reviews online and saying that the reviews are quite positive. About the only complaint is, it's a third Toy Story, so really, we've seen it all before. But still, it's good. They find new places to go, so I'm really excited for that. So yeah, I'm going to go see it. And while I go to see it, of course, I'm going to have the MP3 player all cranked up. I'm really excited. Uh, by searching and searching on YouTube, I finally found a couple of pieces of music I was after. If there's one thing I've learned about the movies from the 50s and 60s that featured rock stars, that is the score for these films were made up of some fantastic instrumental pieces of the rock star's biggest hits. For example, in the classic Beatles film, A Hard Day's Night, there are several instrumental versions of Beatles songs that serve as the score. Like this one right here, a fantastic instrumental version of A Hard Day's Night.
There you go, an instrumental version of A Hard Day's Night by George Martin and his orchestra. Uh, George Martin, for those who don't know, was the producer on all the Beatles albums, and he also threw together that instrumental version and other instrumental versions of Beatles tunes for all of the Beatles films in the 1960s. In fact, his instrumental versions were so popular that he even released an album himself of nothing but instrumental versions of Beatles songs, all credited to George Martin and his orchestra. That is really, really cool. Uh, but sadly, the coolness must be brought to an end. You know, I was talking about Toy Story 3 and movies we need and don't need. There's one movie, we just had our first look at it, and... Well, my childhood died a little. And that is, we're getting our live-action movie version of The Smurfs. You know, about seven or eight years ago when I first read that they were pursuing a movie version of The Smurfs, it was just going to be a straight computer-animated version of the cartoon. And you know what? I think that, as an animated film, would be pretty good. But then, you know, they had to go, no, 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 let's not do it animated anymore. Let's do it live-action. So we got a live-action film now with computer-animated Smurfs. Again, if you held true to the original medieval setting of the Smurfs, that probably would have been pretty cool. But no. Then they signed on Raja Gosnell, the director of Beverly Hills Chihuahua, to direct it. And we learned that the plot was going to feature the Smurfs being transported to modern-day New York City. I felt a great disturbance in the force when I heard that. But then you know what? The first pictures of Hank Azaria as Gargamel were released online. Uh, check out my blog to see them, chaosinabox.blogspot.com. And I thought, well, you know what? They kind of captured the essence of Gargamel in that picture. So who knows? Maybe it will be good after all. But then a couple of days ago, the first trailer went online. I saw the trailer and whatever little hope I had for the film went out the window as soon as I heard this. Yes, that is a mashup of the Smurfs theme and Wild Thing. It's just... no. No, no, no. There is a good movie to be had with the Smurfs, but uh, the one coming out next year will not be it. Everything's better with Mark Chappis. Crime has gone down, productivity is up, and ratings for Doctor Who are through the roof. Mark Chappis on U62, The Targ.
There's another fantastic instrumental version of a Beatles song. That is an instrumental version of And I Love Her, again performed by George Martin and his orchestra. Man, I, I just love that music. And again, because I've been collecting a lot of obscure film scores lately, there's just something about the instrumental pieces of the 1960s. They have a charm to them that I don't know why it's there. You know, just listen to the sweeping violins in that piece of music. Listening to the film scores of that time and other instrumental pieces, for some reason the violins were just higher pitched in the music of that time. I don't know if it was because that was just the style or if the uh, recording equipment at the time wasn't so good at picking up the low ends, but it's just ah beautiful. I think it makes it more romantic, but that's just me. Ah, but yeah, it's just, I ordered a whole bunch more obscure film scores in the mail, and they should be arriving real soon. Uh, one company actually finally released the complete uncut score for Back to the Future. That should be arriving in the mail any day now. And then, from another company, I ordered the complete uncut score for Michael Giacchino's Star Trek. You know, Star Trek, the movie that came out last year, Michael Giacchino did the score for it. And this two-disc edition I ordered has every note of music that Michael Giacchino composed for it. Ah, I tell you, I've said it before in the podcast, Michael Giacchino has got to be one of my favorite film composers working right now. But that's not all. I'm still looking at more and more obscure film scores. You know, apparently one of my obscure film score labels, they released the complete uncut score for Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. They released that last year. And just this year, they released the complete uncut score for Star Trek III, The Search for Spock. Oh my god, I would love to get those, but I'm afraid I've already spent far too much money on obscure film scores right now, so i got to rein in my spending a little bit, especially if I'm going to the movies tomorrow to go see Toy Story 3. Who knows what kind of DVDs, Blu-rays, and CDs I might be buying when I go to see that movie. We'll find out tomorrow when I'm at the theaters. And I'll about do it for this week's show. I'm all rambled out. I'm Mark Kappas. This has been The Targ. I'll see you next week. And this brings us to the end of another exciting episode of The Targ. Don't forget you can download a new episode of The Targ every week at chaosinabox.com. The Targ is written and produced by Mark Kappas under the watchful eye of 42 Star Wars action figures. The Targ is a Chaos in a Box production. Let's go, 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 let's go